0: A new episode of the Truth or Death Podcast starts now. Hello lady beings and gentle wonders and welcome back to the TOD Podcast. And today we're going to talk about a new episode on the I am crew creation, which is in connection to my business. My creative team. But let's start first, where did this all start? So I cannot give you the exact date and time anymore because over the years, my brain is just letting go of numbers. I'm just not a person that is very good with numbers anymore. Anyone that knows me knows that don't take it ever personal if I forget your birthday, like really it's, it's not, it's, I, I don't mean it. I don't mean it. I feel like much more connected to people nowadays. To show them that I appreciate and love them in very different ways and not connection to their birthday only. But the AM creation crew before that used to be the Revolution Series Collective. And this is the name that we had a couple of years ago. Um, I think everything, if you want to give it a date, started in 2018 when I met Abel for the first time. And Abel is my co Creator, she is my queen, and she is, yeah, my matchmate in hell, basically. I mean this in a very platonic way. We have, oh my gosh, we have so many rumors that people constantly think uh, we're in a relationship or whatever, but no, she is my soulmate, but on a different level. And um, yeah, it's a very platonic love relationship kids. Um, and back then, I already knew Abel from the cosplay scene in Germany, and we had briefly known each other through a couple of people and stuff, and then we had, I think, somewhere somewhere in London, I was still when I had my, my first flat, uh, she was telling me that she was traveling to London, and she knew that I was living there. And uh, we met up in a very small cafe in Covent Garden, Um, it was randomly, and um, Abel back then had told me that she was seeing Better of of Hell, um, and that this is a musical that she loves, and um, then we were sitting at this table, and that was the first time I was telling someone about my book back then called Revolution Blue. And I think it was merely the means of my very first prologue in English. The years before I still had created and started the series. I think the very, very origin idea started in 2016 when I was working in theater in Germany. Was it in 2015? Somewhere around that. No, it was 2017, the year before. Um... But back then, I was thinking to make everything in German, and then I realized that Germany isn't the language that I feel comfortable in, even though I was growing up in Germany and stuff. And then in 2018, Emma was the first person that heard about that. And she said, what you have there has potential, and you need to make that happen. And that was the first person in time I felt seen by someone that didn't know me, and that really meant a lot to me and I was really like it was an eye-opener to something where I felt like she and I know that this is not just your normal normal book that is going to change the world so this is where it kind of like started and then we like it was literally most of the stuff that we did back then it was just you know I was joking and there was this joke of like, can you become my PA? And um, then we were, we were just joking around, meaning around. Um, and it wasn't really like a serious thing. It was more a thing of like, how do we make this happen? How's this going to happen? And then I think at some point we both decided it was either in 2018 or 2019 to get a couple of friends involved. And back then it was a couple of friends from Germany to just, you know, discuss a couple of ideas, have a couple of discussions and then we got a couple of friends involved and stuff and we became the Revolution Collective and essentially um, it became a bigger thing and then we started to do the socials and all that kind of stuff and then at some point I just jumped and found my first self-publisher. Back then it was, I'm gonna be very serious with you, it was not serious from my side. I just took the first publisher that I could I applied for and then they got back to me. And back then one of my friends she was helping me to look through the contract. And the contract basically was not a good contract. But I didn't care about the money at that point. I wanted to see if this is something that people actually like and this is where we can go with it. And I wasn't really confident in my writing back then. It was merely a means of like this is how we're gonna do this and this is how we're gonna do this. And it was quite messy written but was so much potential and back then i wanted to create a world that was an equivalent to london because london as a city inspired me a lot and then essentially um with investment with putting my money towards the books and stuff i decided to make it work and at that time i was at a workplace where a lot of creative people worked like actors writers like it was a great place Um, and What I didn't realize is that the moment I mentioned the book, everyone read it. Everyone wanted to read my book. And without any kind of promotion and just by talking to friends and family, I think we sold like 50 or 60 books. And that was a wild thing for me because back then I thought, oh my gosh, people are really interested in my writing. What am I doing? And then originally the idea was that it was first Revolution Blue and then Revolution Red. But then I realized that, okay, everyone is really seriously interested in my writing. I think I should make this a bigger thing, but not in a thing of like, this needs to be a series. It was literally a thing of like, people constantly kept coming to me and telling me, I love what you're writing. Your characters change me. You're, you're such an inspiration. I love what you're doing. And that meant so much more to me than the idea of making this a series to, I don't know, get rich out of it. But what then happened is that my publisher really took the piss out of me. And I basically uh, had to fight my way out of the publisher. Because they were constantly trying to tell me to do things that I didn't want to do and all that kind of stuff. Um, and back then, my writing, I would say, was very jumpy and messy um, because obviously I had written all these years poetry, short stories, fan fiction, like it was all very different from the way I write now. And over the years, obviously, you learn so much more about yourself as a writer and stuff like that.
1: Anyways,
0: the second time we published was with an American publisher after I applied, I applied, and I think. That was during COVID. Yeah, I think it was during COVID. Um, I had applied to over 30 agents, publishers, and so on. And my writing back then was, it was a kind of advanced thing. But also, the reason why I wanted to find a new publisher is to basically then do it as a complete thing. So I changed the name melancholy vision and there was this massive concept behind it like it was all about colors and theories and stuff like that like I had it all planned out and then I realized and and this this again was a crazy thing as well we as team evolved some people left some people came into it Um, we as people evolved there's so much that we learned on the road and then what happened is basically that Again, without further big promotion, what we did was that within the f- for first forty-eight hours, we charted in the top hundred to top two hundred urban fantasy charts on Amazon in Germany. I was losing my mind. I was like, I I remember that day because everyone was going wild in the group chat and just celebrating and just. Oh, it was a great day. <laughs> I will always remember that and. It just blew my mind because we had doubled up basically in the book sales. Like I think without further promotion and stuff like that, this book had then altogether 150 copies or something. And that was again without promotion and just self-independent published. And then because the German fan base basically kept on including my family, that it needs to be translated, I was giving into the pressure and said... Okay, we need to translate this. And we did it ourselves. We found a publisher in Germany that published it as Indigo Illusion. And I have to say I like the German version much better. And um compared to what we did in English um because we we changed a few things up. And um yeah, it's uh it was a it was an interest. I think we sold like 20 or 30 books in German, um, and since then I haven't written anything. Um, well, no, actually that's not true. I have a blog, so my website is lolawolf.com, and I have a blog there, and on my blog you can find all fan fiction, poetry, short stories, pictures, blocks, whatever it is, what comes to my mind now, that's what I write. Um, but back then, my name was also Elsie Hamilton and under Hamilton I created a lot of words over the years and Hamilton used to be my writer spirit and just something that I deeply resonated with and then at some point I realized I want to go back to the roots and my roots are wolf mom wouldn't have married, that would have been her family name and I feel deeply connected to the north and the meaning behind that. So I had a long discussion with my mother and we both basically decided that Wolf is now my name on the outside and this is going to be my name that I'm gonna carry unless I get married at some point, maybe, don't know. that I'm gonna carry for the rest of my life as a private artist. And yeah, we have evolved sense. So a couple of things that I want to give you as impulses from what I learned. You're gonna make a lot of mistakes on the road. And when I say mistakes I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean that sometimes you make quicker decisions and you should sit a bit longer with it. I used to have the problem like that for very, very, very long time and it's okay going to be okay. I did a lot of stuff in my early 20s. Some things were great, some things not so much. But you learn, you learn. Second, some people are better as friends than they are as workmates. That is a standalone. It doesn't mean that they are less cool as people, it just means that sometimes you just because you're friends doesn't mean you also work great together. Because, for example, when I work with people, I need to have people that are ready to make a difference. I don't work with people that constantly tell me, yeah, this is how you should do it, this is the standard, blah, blah, blah. I am my own kind of standard. And if I want to say, this is how we're going to do it, this is how we're going to do it. I am absolutely capable to negotiate things and make it even more better. But my art in itself, and if I decide to kill a certain character where others wouldn't and that's my choice and that's what I'm going to do. Also number three, unconscious bias in your writing. So this is something that a lot of people should check when it comes to writing certain things. I was writing a fantasy world that was connected to the human world so a lot of things were criticized in my writing from this is the historical perspective, this is this perspective. And I understand that when you have a certain bias, because for example, I look at language, I, like the way you can look at art is so diverse. And I understand that sometimes you would say, this is how it looks like from a historical perspective, but it's also a fantasy world. Don't go dive too too deep into everything. If you know my writing, everything is connected. There is a reason behind something. But sometimes the reason is just a joke. It's just a joke, it's not that deep. Sometimes it goes really deep, sometimes it doesn't. That is how my art will always be. And you know, art is also free as an interpretation. I can give you my meaning of it, I can give you my meaning behind the characters, but if a character to you means something completely different and is a comfort character, That is absolutely fine with me. And if you don't like a choice that I do in my writing, you can create art out of it. You can create cosplay, you can create fanfiction, you can create whatever it is. But be mindful because I do not want to have people inside my bubble and circle and fandom or whatever it is that are disrespectful. That is not fandom, that is just disrespect. And if I hear from anyone, that anyone in my art and creation circle gets bullied or harassed or whatever it is. My crew and I will figure that out and deal with it because I do not stand for intolerance within the circle in my creation and art and whoever supports it. Thank you very much. So when it comes to our writing, we need to have sensitivity checks. And I will include trigger warnings, absolutely, because I will write P18 plus horror. Fantasy. That means it's going to be dark. I was already told that my writing is quite dark from the earlier books. Darlings, get ready. It's going to be even darker. Be mindful who you share your thoughts with. Some people have a lot to say. Some people think they are critics. Some people think they know everything. And they do not let you talk at all. They basically fall in the room without having your opinion heard, without having your thoughts heard. Avoid these people because they are just limiting yourself in your own art. Work with people that are ready to find solutions, that are ready to hear you out and that are ready to say, Yes, let's do it. And Abel is one of those people, for example. This is a kind of couple of advices. And now what has changed then? So we are the I am creation crew or crew creation. Yeah, it's fantastic to have a neurodivergent brain sometimes. Um, so we are the I am crew and we create art for the sake of creation and charity. And this is not a... Uh, one-time thing. This is a lifelong thing. This is what we are doing. We create stories on all mediums. Because essentially what I decided is that I want to express myself more in art beyond just writing. I want to create movies. I want to be a director. I want to do all kinds of things, if I feel like it. I will always be a writer. I will always be an artist in itself for the sake of art and a dancer and a singer. But there will be productions where Chippen as mentor, where Chippen is director, where Chippen is actor. And that is it. That is it. The website is out there, where you can find all the information, what we are doing. Uh, the project leads, who is in charge for what. It is a creative artist circle, because essentially I believe that artists should be more respected on all levels. And there are enough people that still don't respect us, but I'm gonna show you that art as a creation in itself needs to be respected more. And when it comes to working with my people, I always make sure that everyone feels safe, seeing that everyone is on board and that people get paid right. I'm gonna be very honest with you, I wasn't always able to pay people in the first place when I really started. because. For me there was also this big thing of like learning about money mindset and all that kind of stuff and how you lead on your business and we all started somewhere with like, you know, friends helping friends and stuff like that. But then at some point things need to change and this is how we changed and started. And I love the people that I create with, whether it's the photographers, the creative crew, whoever it is, we did some really, really cool stuff over the years and I'm really thankful and blessed. And I cannot wait to create more, it's going to be great, it's going to be fantastic. And if you're an artist in Europe, as I said, we will come to Asia and America and we'll have certain connections. Um, Just reach out to us. You can reach out to us, you can email us, uh, you can always chat to us. um, Whether you feel like you are someone that needs to hear some advice, or whatever it is, and if you want to work with me or Ebel you can contact us as well. It's going to be a journey, and I'm really excited to show my art in itself and creation, and I hope wherever you are in the world right now, you take something away from this, and the Iron Crew is officially sailing.